Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday festivities over here. Actually, wait, we're on Sunday over here. I don't know what's going on over here. It's just wall-to-wall tournament action, whether you're watching by your lonesome or in a war room with a a whole room full of friends over here. We hope you're enjoying it. Brian Noe and George Reister with you here. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I don't know about you, George, but I am a pig in hoop slop over here as we're watching Kentucky and Kansas State battle it out. K-State in a great position to get this win over here, bud. Oh, yeah. In the uh, afternoon session, right, it is very – like, I can't wait till the afternoon session when, you know, all the games really kick kick up because it's essentially one game on at a time right now in in the morning and on the second day of the tournament because I, I have all three of my screens ready, buddy. I have women's <laughs> basketball on one. Actually, early, early this morning I was watching the F1 race. Wow, and the first you. game. And now I'm watching Notre Dame, Mississippi State, and then the Kentucky Kansas State game. And uh yeah, and my and my and my third screen is just waiting right now. It's just waiting. Just wait. It feels kind of weird when there's just those the first two windows on Saturday and Sunday where it's just one standalone game. Yeah. Where I'm just used and to like, don't do that to us. Don't do right? that. Right. I'm so used to like sports barring it. You know, even if I'm not at a sports bar, if I'm at a friend's place and they've got all the TVs going, I'm used to three, four games at once, and then it's just a standalone game. It's weird. It's I don't have somewhere else to look at if there's a lull in the action. But we'll get that going here pretty soon as we'll get Marquette and Michigan State tipping it up in about, ah, we'll say 15-ish minutes or so. What do you think of the tournament so far there, George? How about Purdue going down to Fairley Dickinson? I know you got some thoughts on Matt Painter. He's been crushed and rightfully so. How does Zach Eady not attempt a shot in the final 13 minutes and 30 seconds? That is a basketball well, crime right there. Well, te- well, technically he did in that he got fouled a couple times on, on shots, so they don't count as shot attempts, but he did shoot free throws for the last 13 minutes. I need so, field goal attempts. I need field goal attempts in the final 1330. You know what I mean? 
I get you. I get your point. He got fouled, but I still need field goal attempts. From well, Zachary. I mean, I mean, if they foul you ten times, I mean, what, then you're not going to get a field goal attempt. That's but fine. But he didn't get fouled ten times. You know, but, I'd be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, but the problem but is, there. is that is that Fairleigh Dickinson figured out something very important, which was size doesn't matter. Is that what they figured no, out? No, 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 no. Because if you look at how they had to defend that man. Their average height on their team is six foot one. They're the shortest team in the nation playing against the tallest player in the nation. And the thing that they didn't do, uh, well, the thing that Purdue didn't do was they, they got nervous. They got scared and they stopped shooting the basketball from three. Yeah. And it was like, oh man, we, we're, uh, we're not making them. You have to shoot them. You are a college basketball team. You must shoot them because if you do not shoot them, then they can just essentially quadruple team Zach, Zach Eady. Think about how many times, and, and I'll ask, no, how many times did Purdue have wide open three-pointers in, in the game oh, period? I mean, one after another after another, yep. a lot, yes. And then at the end of the game, they just stopped shooting them. They yeah. were like, no, 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 we, we got, bro, shoot the ball. It's, it, yeah. They were essentially doing what Draymond Green and the Warriors did to Russell Westbrook uh, about <laughs> right. six, six games ago. And, uh-huh. and, and he wouldn't shoot it. They got nervous. They got tight. It got in their brain. And it was a, and it was a wrap, dude. It, it, it was very unfortunate. That's why I love basketball so much because it is a team sport. We all know that. But there are elements – of an individual sport. You know, there are elements of golf within basketball, with, which is what you're just pointing out, George, is if you're wide open, it's you and the rim. The only defender is the rim. And sometimes you will psych yourself out thinking, well, I've missed my last two in a row. We've missed a, our last 10 out of 15 and as you know a team or whatever. And, and you just get tight. You don't want to shoot it. That's where a There's team a sport turns to an individual sport. There's a term for that. It's called self-check. Self, I like tight sphincter myself, you know, oh, but Lord. same thing. Same that's thing. listen. You can't be on a basketball court and be like tight sphincter. <laughs> like, it, it, oh, you can do that. that that's hey, a Charles no, Barkley uh, no, staple right there. You know, absolutely yeah. Not. So, so what you so what you have to do is so when you're actually on the court because I've been on the court. I was not a player that you could do that too because I could shoot the ball really well. But uh-huh. when there was a guy who couldn't shoot it or he had missed a couple. And you don't even run out, run out at him. You're like, oh man, he's self check. He's self check. <laughs> I got you right. Yeah, yeah. You didn't go tight sphincter, huh? You're like, hey man, no. uh, tight sphincter syndrome over here. Don't don't worry about it. No, he didn't do that. No, no. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong over here, George. I think this is right. I would actually compare. It's a random comparison, but hang with me on this. I think that Matt Painter is a lot like Ja Morant. Meaning this. What? If this is no. Listen. If this is one isolated incident, okay, you know we'll, we'll we'll let something slide. But if it's one after another, after another, after another, now it's like, bro, what's going on here? So for Ja, it's you know making some bad decisions. It's doing things that are improper. Granted, it's a different category, but it's the same concept with Matt Painter. It's all related to the tournament, but they're losing to double digit seeds each each of the last three tournaments. They yeah. lost to a 15 seed last season. They lost to a 16 this season. Thankfully, there are no 17 seeds right here. Yeah. But that's what I mean with Matt Painter. If this is, 
hey, he's had a pretty good tournament resume and they lose to Fairleigh Dickinson. That's embarrassing. But it's way more embarrassing when he doesn't have the tournament resume. And this is just another lo- yeah, another been- like a chapter in the book of disappointments for Matt yeah, Painter in the, the tournament. He's been the coach there for 17, 18 years, right? And uh, he hasn't been to – what he's been to a couple sweet 16s? Well, yeah. And, no, he and got to an elite eight. Uh, an elite eight once. So, and that was in 2018, 19. So, and then there was no tournament in 1920. And then, the, and then you lose in the first round. Well, actually, sorry, you uh, lose to double digit seeds. Right. In Each the of the last, last three years. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Bro. I mean, it, okay. So it lost to, they first lost to North Texas and and they lost 89-69, right? And mm-hmm. that was in overtime cuz they cuz that game went into overtime and they and North Texas just crushed them. Next year, last year they lose to St. Peters. Yeah, 15 seed. Yep. And and they beat a couple of teams. They beat Kentucky, but still, it's a 15 yeah. seed. Come on. Bro, but then a 16 seed, it, the the <laughs> thing that makes it even worse, right? Is that <laughs> Yes, a 16 seed has beaten one, and that's Virginia with Tony Bennett over there, which is a styles make fight things. So there is something going on with the way that Purdue plays basketball. That is a problem because their their record, right? This year they won they went they won 29 games. Last year, 29 games. Year before that, 18 and 10. So you're like, okay, maybe they're a little bit vulnerable. Um, but then they still had a good, good record that year. And he's been winning at least aside from the COVID year, at least 20, I would say average 25, 26 games a season at least. Yeah. So he's got the program rolling. They're regular season warriors. That's yes. what it is. They're, they're regular season warriors. And there's something going, and, and that means that there is a style of play problem. That, that means that it's a coaching problem. And, I, and I'm not saying that, that Matt Painter is a bad coach, right? Because he's clearly not. He clearly knows how to lead. He knows how to recruit. He knows how to, you know, run something that, that works. But him and Tony Bennett yeah. over there at Virginia – Something is going on. They are running run and punt offense. Hmm. Run and what? punt offense. That that you will see a game where Purdue is dominating the game. You're like, bro, they are killing him on the boards. The other team can't score. They're shooting the ball well. And then you look, they're up seven points. You're like, how how are they dominating the game and they're up seven points? Well, and that's the thing is if you I think it's they can't similar. get far far enough away from people. If you look at Virginia and you look at Purdue, they both have distinct styles, even more so Virginia. Virginia is just going to make it football on a court, basically. <laughs> it's going to yep. make it a rock fight. They're going to play great, great defense, and they're offensively challenged. And that's great if you have a style, but that's what's great about basketball and especially the tournament. We always say this in boxing, styles make fights. It's the same thing in basketball. And you're seeing some of these teams, if you have a style, that's great. But do you have a secondary punch? Like, if they're hitting your fastball, do you have a curveball? Do you have an off-speed pitch? Do you have anything, or are you just screwed? 
because we've seen that with Virginia. If a team is scoring on them a little bit, like they're a fish out of water. They can't match points. If Purdue, if a team dares them to shoot from outside, they can't hit them consistently enough. So they don't have secondary pitches. A style is great, but you have to have multiple ways of beating teams. And those squads, Virginia and Purdue, just don't. Yep. Yep. And 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 people will point to Virginia's championship the year after they lost to UMBC, uh, the first 16, the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. But since since then, same same problem. Like you keep running into the same exact situation there. And and Tony Bennett's championship is the, is the thing that's saving him at this point. It is, and that that's something that is significantly lacking on Matt Painter's resume. You know, he needs the ring that Tony Bennett has to offset all these disappointments going on here. Pretty decent oh. gambling day. Man, shout out to Kansas State. The alley-oop at the end of the first half, it got me there. The over 54-and-a-half in-game line, George Reister. Good Lord, we needed that alley-ooop oh. to get over there. And uh, Kansas State... Yes, thank you, Iowa oh, Sam. There's appreciate another coat. And speaking of that, bro, of uh-huh. the disappointments, there's another disappointment happening literally as we speak. What's that with uh, Coach Cal? Yep. Yep. John Calipari and Kentucky go down again. They go down again. Kansas State moving on to the Sweet 16. Kansas State wins 75 to 69. You're right, George. Coach Cal going down yet again. And look, he certainly, we're talking about Matt Painter, he has the the bright side of his resume. He's got, like, a title and rings, you know what I mean? Like, yep. you don't have that with Matt Painter, but, yeah, it's another chapter in the, like, another early exit for Coach yeah. Cal. Here we are yeah, again. Yeah, but he's at Kentucky, so the expect like, if, if you give Matt Painter John Calipari's res- resume of draft picks and championships and, and all of that stuff. Nobody questions him at per- Purdue, but at Kentucky, mm-hmm. Kentucky might as well be Alabama or Georgia of basketball. Like it, it, in terms of fan expectation. Right. And coach Cal helped raise those expectations at Kentucky as well. Right. So it's, a double whammy when he's not getting it done because there's an illustrious history before he got there. He added to it early on. They had a lot of success, right? They had an undefeated team go to the final four. They lost there <laughs> to Wisconsin, but they got there as an undefeated team with Carl Anthony Towns and company. So coach Cal has had success at Kentucky. So you're right. When they have another quick, Early exit, not getting to the Sweet 16. They get bounced in the second round this season, bounced in the first round last season. Yeah, it's, it's not what you're looking at. You're not what you're looking for as a Kentucky fan whatsoever there. No, not at all. <laughs> Do you buy all this talk from the fan base? Like, get him out of here. Get, look, man, I know a lot of no, fans dude, don't want to hear dude, this. His but, buyout is $39 million this I know this it, year. and he's Chill. still recruiting like crazy. Chill. I can yes, understand exactly. if the Chill. well is run dry and you don't have recruits coming in there. Okay, he's still recruiting his backside off. You can't run him out of town, not for that buyout. Come on. Yeah, hey, hey, but, the, but that leaves a big question, though. Is will he end up being like Tubby Smith? championship early but eventually gets gets run out of town once that buyout becomes manageable I don't know man I 
We'll see. I think that he's still going to be there. I think it's going to be on his terms. I just can't see them saying, Coach Cal, uh, it's coming. Okay. They did the it time to Bobby Bowden. Hit the they road. They just did it to uh, – <laughs> Um, at at, at oh, uh, Jim Beheim, yeah. and he had been there his entire adult life. That's true, but I mean, think about the hard time Syracuse has fallen on. It's not as dire there at Kentucky. It just well, is. They're not going to let it get there either. And he's not as old as Bobby Bowden was or Jim Beheim is. He's I'm, got I'm just saying that there's precedent that they will do it. They don't. They don't want to do it, but they will. Do you think they should? Right now, no. No, okay. no, I give I, I give him two more years. But if but if if it doesn't happen next year, I mean the the buyout is so big. It's thirty nine million dollars this year. It's thirty three next year. So it's like pr- prohibitive to fire him. Okay, real quick before Michigan State and Marquette tip off here, George Reister, uh, your unbiased uh, gambling advice. You don't have to lay a, a nickel on this whatsoever. But we got Marquette. Favored by three and a half. Total is 139. What do you think, George? Have you gotten knee deep in the gambling waters yet, at least analysis wise? Yeah, I, I am. I, I'm not knee deep in actually gambling because uh-huh. uh, it's man. I don't. I didn't even know who was going to win when when I was playing. But but I, I will drop some <laughs> coins on some things every now and then. And when I do give gambling stuff, I will place a bet. Just, just so oh, okay. I do have a little bit of skin in the game. So do you so, have a strong feeling either way I'm on Marquette or Michigan o- State? I'm going to take the over. Taking the over here. Okay, yep. I like that. Marquette can score. Michigan State, they're goofy. But, like, hey, man, when they get in the rhythm, they can score as well. So I would not be surprised. I'll go in with you, George Rice. So let's go over 139 on this one, huh? What do you say? Yep. Hey, Tag team hey, it? Man, I'm logging into the account right now. That's what just, I like to hear. Just, Just because... Just because I, you know, I said it, so, you know, I, I'm a standby kind of guy. There we go. I'm getting in as well, George Reister. We are off and running over here. Coming up next, not just hoops that we have our mind on, ball is on the mind. We got a big deal that we got to discuss right around the corner. I'm Brian No, who He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister. 
Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Some great mood music over here from Iowa Sam with Tony Bennett. I, we need some uh, mood music for Marquette. Slow out of the blocks over here <laughs> as Michigan State has a 9-2 very early lead. Their offense will hey, get going, we George. But pick this joint up, bro. Yeah, we got to pick it up over here, but we're good. Hey, we're good. I, actually, actually, I don't care how we get to the over. Just, just get oh. there. Yeah, I don't. I don't be, care. Uh, I, I don't care if it's a what. Uh, how, how much is one hundred and thirty? What was it? One thirty. One thirty nine. Yeah, it yeah. could be Michigan State one hundred. Marquette forty. We're good. We got there. You know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. We, exactly. Man, you're starting to see in the tournament. Uh, it's really interesting where early on. You talk about nerves and excitement, adrenaline, and that equals some horrific shooting at times. So you're starting to see it as we get deeper into the tournament. Not every team, but there are a lot of teams where rough start shooting the ball-wise to start the games out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a uh, – like, it, it. it's the start of the games. And then you know what is funny is that – is that even when teams jump out to, you know, 14 to two leads in the beginning, it's, it's evaporated at, at, at halftime that they just give it right back. They're like, Oh, I, the, the ebbs and flows in the college game are crazy. And you will, you do not know if you are going to win a game until the second half. And, and, and I know that that sounds crazy, but you can't be up enough points in the first half in a college game to like, think you're safe. Right. Even, even I know if you it. were up, 20 points at halftime. You should not feel safe in a college in a college basketball game at all. Not even close. Okay, so we got ball on the brain as well over here, George Reister. We got a deal. We got a trade in the NFL. The Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They trade for former Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks. So Dallas gives up a fifth-round pick this year, a sixth-round pick next year, and Dallas is not on the hook for the entire $18 million that's fully guaranteed this season for Brandon Cooks. Texans are going to pick up about $6 million of that 18 mil. So how about that? Brandon Cooks going over there, teaming up with C.D. Lamb. I know this uh, tends to indicate, well, why did you trade Amari Cooper in your mind there, George Reister? But yes. Yes, yes. for this if year, this year alone. I like eight, it. If you're going to pick up $18 million, why on earth did, did you trade Amari Cooper? I hear you. They're only going to have to pick up about 12. Only about 12. But still, I still hear you what your your original point with letting yes. Amari go. And, 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 and who's better, Cooks or Cooper? It's Amari Cooper, but I wouldn't say it's by leaps and bounds. You have Brandon Cooks. He's got six 1,000-yard 1, rece- seasons. And look at the quarterbacks that have been throwing him the ball some of these years. Yep. Like, Brandon Cooks is a baller. No, he definitely is. He 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 hasn't been healthy as you would like the last year or so, but but he is a very productive player and and he has speed. And his speed actually allows CD Lamb to be able to operate and, and twelve million dollars is a good number for a guy like him. Like like that like that feels like a very good price for Brandon Brandon Cooks. Cause like 18 really feels 18 to 20 really feels like the number 
that he would command out on the out on the market. Yeah, right. And it's kind of interesting to do a side by side Cooks versus Cooper. And you look at some of their numbers and I mean comparable like let's just I'll give you a couple of stats over here, okay? A couple of them where let's look at the overall game. So we'll talk uh, game started, okay? So Amari Cooper, he's got 118 starts in his career. Cooks has 120. So we're talking about about a similar sample size, right? You've got Cooks with 49 touchdown grabs. Cooper's got 55. And then if you look at the yardage, uh, Cooks actually has Amari Cooper in yardage. Um, so he's got about, I'd say, roughly 400 more receiving yards in his career than Cooper does. And actually, uh, Cooks has more catches than Cooper does. So I'd say they're pretty comparable, uh, yeah. George. Yeah, I think they're pretty comparable players. I know that Amari being a top five pick, he has the ooh-ah factor that Cooks tends to lack. But I also think it's the teams that uh, Brandon Cooks has been stuck on the last three years. When you're stuck in, with the Houston Texans, it's like you're in NFL Siberia over there in Houston right now. No, you are you are right about that. And and yeah, they haven't, they haven't had the quarterbacks. He actually won it out last year, and they wouldn't trade him. So now they've traded him now, and the Cowboys. I I, I saw somebody say, "Oh well, that still doesn't solve the problem. Dak's the problem." I'm like, first of all, Dak is Dak is not the problem. Yes, Dak needed to play better mm-hmm. in the in the second game of the playoffs, but he was clearly good enough. He's you know he's had the first game in the playoffs against Tampa. He was phenomenal. But the problem is is that there's this divide from what people think that quarterbacks should be in their mind to what quarterbacks are. Like they they will look at the Derek Carrs, the Dak Prescotts, who's a little bit better than Derek Carr. Those those guys. Oh, he sucks. We need an upgrade. The only other upgrade is like like when you go from there, right? You go to Patrick. I mean, as, as, right. aside from the young guys, right? Like the like the young like the Burrows. Well, actually, Bur- Burrow and Herbert are are no longer considered the young guys because. They're they're three years in, but 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 uh, still, but a veteran guys, you're mm-hmm. talking about the only place up is Mahomes, Josh Allen, like the like the gate is narrow, yeah. so it's almost like that 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 people want to push out the middle class of quarterbacks, if you will, <laughs> right. like they're trash. And it's like, no, you can win a Super Bowl with those guys. You just have to build up the rest of your roster around them. And all you need to ask yourself is, can this guy for one game in the playoffs, one, be a superhero one time and the rest of the games, we can, we got to play great defense and run the football. But but for one game, can he be a a, su- a superhero? Like for a guy like Kirk Cousins, I think the answer is no. But for a guy like you know Dak, can he be a superhero once? I believe so. That's an interesting question. I want to circle back to that question. Can he be a superhero for one game? I, I would I would ask a different question. But I like where you're going with that. We'll circle back to that. But we want to hand the baton over here as we run the four by one hundred meter relay. 
to one Monsi Bolaños, very speedy, running the anchor lane. No, 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 hey, I'm not speedy at all. You don't want me to do that. I, very I'm speedy. Not, no, no, no. I can run. I can run long distance. I don't believe it. But speed I can't defined. run fast. Speed defined. I don't buy I, it for a second. Slow, Monsi. I think I'm pretty slow. I could run a long time. I could. I could run right now, probably a 10k and be fine. Uh, but I hey, can't. Can you run further than Scottie Pippen? Is the question. <laughs> think so <laughs> i just can't run fast i think i'm slow i feel slow that oh, when i I'm, run i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna have to send you something because i don't know if you got what i was saying but that's fine. oh i i think I, I didn't want to address what you were saying but i know oh. what you were talking about <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you were talking about but i was moving past it <laughs> uh brian, brian do you know brian what he's no re- is like brian's i have no confused. idea what i know exactly right what now. you're talking about but i'm gonna keep i don't know classy. about pip you're going to have to fill me in on that. Okay, but I was will. also thinking about when I ran the 5K last, <laughs> it was literally, Monty, about 40 minutes. I took multiple breaks. I'm not a long-distance runner at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll clue you in uh, after this, uh, Brian. Uh, you guys are talking about the Cowboys, yes, making a move. They've acquired Brandon Cooks. There were reports saying that because of this move, Dallas is likely out of the competition for free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., though. That's what came out yeah. after the fact. So yep. it makes sense. It makes sense. Let's move on to the NCAA tournament. Right now, seven-seeded Michigan State has an early lead against second-seeded Marquette, who I have going pretty far in my bracket, but my bracket is trash. 11-3 to is the score. 15 minutes to go in the game. Whoever wins this will be, face, will be facing Kansas State, who just eliminated Kentucky 75-69. to This was was shocking because Kentucky out-rebounded Kansas State 45-25, to and mm. Kansas State still won. Earlier today, Third-seeded Xavier outscored 11-seeded Pittsburgh 84-73. They're headed to the Sweet 16, and the Musketeers will be facing the Texas Longhorns. Now we got to talk about the ladies for a little bit because top-seeded South Carolina is still undefeated. They cruised past South Florida 76-45, 40th straight win overall. They are now four victories away from their second straight national title, but I'm sure Caitlin Clark has something to say about that because Iowa is also headed to their ninth Sweet 16 in program history after defeating Georgia 74 to 66 <gasps> in the NBA. I know Iowa Sam was a little nervous. Uh, the Nuggets are beating the Nets 100 to 91. Four minutes to go in the game. The Suns are on top of the Thunder, but the Thunder are back in it. 100 to 96 is the score. Nine minutes left in the game. And the Hawks are beating the Spurs 93 to 82 with about five and a half minutes in the third quarter. In Major League Baseball, Astro star Jose Altuve is expected to miss about two months with a broken right thumb that he suffered while playing for Venezuela in the World Baseball Classic yesterday when USA won thanks to Trey Turner's Grand Slam and the latest reports he's going to need surgery in the coming days. Back to you guys. Man, it's been fun. The WBC with Trey Turner's Grand yeah. Slam. They're going to stop letting their players play in the, in the WBC. Players keep getting getting hurt. Jose Altuve with his, with his thumb. Um... Uh, Freddie Freeman hamstring, but that was not not a big deal. But that then was, yeah, you have the yeah. Mets closer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He, yeah, he 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 done though. Yeah, that was the bad one right there. That was rough. That was rough. Uh, Brian Noah and George Reister with you here on Fox Sports Radio. I want to circle back to your question over here, George. About uh, you've got Pippen, a question but... regarding your quarterback in the okay. NFL, right? Like. If you're an organization, you ask yourself, can our quarterback be a superhero in a big-time playoff game, right? That's essentially what yeah. it is. Yeah. I go a little bit differently here. I look at it like this. 
if we surround our quarterback with talent, you know, reasonably speaking, right? Is he good enough to make us Super Bowl contenders every season? That's my question. Anybody can get lucky for one game. You know what I mean? But if we surround no, this quarterback with talent, are Dude, we in the hunt Joe, every Joe, year? Joe Flacco. P- people mistook Joe Flacco for being an elite quarterback, bro. Yeah. Because he because he uh, had a good Super Bowl run. People have called Eli Manning great. Eli Manning was great two postseasons. He was a pick magnet while, while while he was playing. What was he a good quarterback? Sure. Is he a great quarterback? No. No. Like, no, no. But but he he may get in the Hall of Fame because he had two really good runs, and that and that's the same thing with Flacco. Had two really good. I'm sorry. Had one really good playoff run, and and that's the question: is can do you have a guy who can occasionally be a be a superhero? Because you cannot win a Super Bowl without your quarterback at least being a hero for one game during the playoffs. One. And and that doesn't mean that he's got to throw for 400 yards or something, something like that. That just means that when it matters the most, he's he's going to have to make some some plays either with his legs or or his arms and you just be like wow like like for instance Patrick Mahomes in in the Super Bowl that that scramble he made absolutely yeah. awesome sure that that was the one play that i mean aside from you know the regular routine plays but that was one of the plays that had to be made and uh that what do they have a fourth fourth down play in there too? Like th- those are the plays that have to be made. And if you have a guy that you believe, yes, he will make that play when it when it matters the most, pretty much every single time. Then 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 you have a guy who can win a Super Bowl for. I mean, look at look at Aaron Rodgers though. People will consider like Aaron Rodgers said, I can still play at an MV- MVP level, and I was like, nobody cares if you can play at an MVP level. They want they want you to play at a Super Bowl level, Aaron. Well, I look at it where, look, you can get fooled by one great game. Look at Nick Foles, right? I called him Nick Foles for a long time because he was fooling people into believing he was a franchise quarterback. He was never a franchise quarterback, but he had a sensational game against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can fool people like that, but you have to... Based it on not more than just one him. game, it's just he's a Super Bowl cat. Like, can you if you if you had asked prior, could you win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles? Pe- people would have been like, no, because they only think that you can win with Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen hadn't even gotten to a Super Bowl yet, and granted, he is still young, but he hasn't gotten to a to a Super Bowl. And there are quarterbacks that are. I mean, like, can can Geno Smith be a superhero in one one game in the playoffs? Absolutely, I believe so. Right, but that's that's the question: is when you're thinking about making a, a big commitment, we're talking long term extension. I don't think it's good enough to say, yeah, this guy could erupt and just have the game of his life, and you know, it's like season in, season out. Do we think he realistically puts us in the Super Bowl hunt? If we're surrounding him with talent, that to me is a question that gets closer to the heart of the matter. To a tongue of Iloa, this is a little bit trickier because he's fully capable of erupting for a great playoff performance. But do you feel comfortable saying he gives us a shot to be a Super Bowl contender every single season if we surround him with talent? If your answer is, I don't 
don't know. The head injuries, the durability issues, I don't know. If you're balking at that, I think that's a better litmus test to determine should we back up the Brinks truck for this guy. Yes. And the so so I will ask you, I will throw a couple of name names out. And I'm not going to name, you know, like Mahomes and Bur- Burrow, because those are just obvious. And Josh mm-hmm. Allen, people believe that, Herbert. Okay, so I'm going to throw some names out to you, and you tell me if this guy is a guy you can't, you believe that you can win a Super Bowl with, okay? Okay. And I'm not going to name Jalen Jalen Hurts either, because that, because that answer is pretty obvious after the way he played it in, in the Super Bowl, right? Had they played any monicum of de- defense, you win. <laughs> um, so, okay, Kirk Cousins. Can you win a Super Bowl? Yes. Uh, I think yes, you can. But your question is different than mine. My question is, does he give us a chance to win a Super Bowl every single year? My answer is no. Could he win one? Yeah, sure. Like Brad Johnson has a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think he could I, I win would, one. I would, I would agree with you. See, I don't even think that he can be a superhero in the playoffs, even even for the one game. Uh, now, now. Now, when I say this about it, I, I am essentially saying the thing, the same exact thing that you're saying too. Because mm-hmm. to get to the Super Bowl, I'm sorry, to get to the playoffs in a position to to make the Super Bowl, your quarterback has to put put together competent play throughout throughout the whole year. You know what I mean? Sure. So so so, uh, Kirk Cousins, I don't, I agree that he can get you to the playoffs pretty frequently, but not even every year. Like he can't even get you to the playoffs every year. So I believe I honestly, I believe in Jared Goff more than I believe in Kirk Cousins. How about Okay. You? We'll uh, we'll shelf this for right now, George, because I, I like this. The the quarterback litmus test, if you will. And you threw out some hot fire right there with Goff and Cousins. We'll we'll get back to that next hour, but coming up next, we got to shift gears. According to Monsi, I love this segment. She's got some takes, and we're going rapid fire over here. Coming up next, I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. It's Fox Sports Radio. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Brian, though, he's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We have zero time to waste. Let's dive right into this. Great. <laughs> and now it's time for... Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. According to Monsi. I love it. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. let's get it going right here. According to Monsi, the World Baseball Classic does not need to be canceled. Not at all. I don't even know why people are talking about this. And I will say, Ryan and I were chatting. It seems like it's America that doesn't like this World Baseball Classic when everybody else is super into it. I don't get the problem. Yes, I know what happened to Edwin Diaz sucks. What happened to Freddie Freeman sucks. What happened to Osel Tubit kind of sucks because he's an Astro, so I don't really care. But <laughs> it sucks. I yes. get that. But those injuries happen at all time. Even during spring training, Gavin Lux, he's out for the season. He wasn't at the World Baseball Classic. He was at spring training running to third base and he's out for the season. These things happen and I don't see why we would consider canceling. Even if you want to look at this as an exhibition game, it's okay. They happen every four years. It's a great experience for players all around the world that don't get to actually play in the majors. There's awesome stories that come from it, like the story about that electricianist from Czech Republic. He struck out Shohei Otani, works as an electricianist during the day and then after Shohei Otani and him met again, and Shohei took his jersey signed by the by the entire Czech Republic team. That doesn't happen. Those are great stories. If you think it's too quick of a turnaround, well, if you plan on playing, then start getting ready earlier. Don't tell me that you weren't prepped for this. Get ready earlier. It happens every four years. Start getting your body, your mind ready. Go out there and play. And guess what? If you don't want to play, you don't have to play. It's fine. But don't do this. This is going to cause a slippery slope if we start all of a sudden, you know, eliminating these so-called ep- exhibition games because you're afraid that somebody's going to get hurt. Stop coddling the athletes. Stop it. We're already doing that enough, especially in baseball. We do not need to cancel the World Baseball Classic. Enjoy it. If you don't want to play it, don't play, but don't Amen. cancel it. Amen, Monty. Let's go. Amen. According uh, to Monty, the NBA continues to drop the ball. And I could really pick like 10 different storylines as to why they keep dropping the ball. Like John Morant, you're suspended eight games. That included the five games that you had already missed because we were told you were stepping away from the team. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fining Dylan Brooks $35,000 for being a total piece of you-know-what after shoving that cameraman during that game on Wednesday. You, When you watch this video, he uses his left arm and completely shoves this cameraman down. Terry Swan is the, cameraman, the cameraman's name. And you look at the video and Dylan Brooks just looks down at him like he's a peasant. He doesn't even check on him. He walks away. He's fine. And then the NBA is like, yeah, we're going to find you $35,000 when you're making $11 million plus a year. Stop. I already know Dylan Brooks likes to be the antagonist, but this is more like, dude, you got to be like a decent human being. I understand that on the court, everyone hates you and you hate everybody. This person is working a game that you get paid millions of dollars for. You just shoved him, even if it was an accident. There's a story actually, Daily Memphian, I think I said that right, where Dylan 
Dylan Brooks says that it wasn't it was an accident, it wasn't intentional. Okay, but you didn't even say anything to the guy. Yeah, you didn't even try you to help him up. You didn't even try to help right. him up, and you just looked down. He actually looked down at him. You can look at this video. It's so awful. The NBA should have fight should have suspended him a game. Do something. Thirty five thousand dollars. That doesn't mean anything to Dylan Brooks. He's gonna keep being a you know what. According to Monse. According to Monse, Brown University is the real MVP. Oh yes. This past Friday, Olivia Perchado became the first woman to play in a Division One baseball game. That is right. Brown University, you are doing it right. She's a utility player and was used to pinch it in the ninth inning on her first pitch. She hit the ball. She grounded out to first base. But guess what? She played. She made contact. She didn't strike out. She didn't strike out looking. Nothing happened to her. She's not hurt. She's fine. I never understood why women couldn't play baseball with boys. I never got that. You're, we're not going to punch each other. This isn't a physical sport against each other. It's a skill sport. And if a girl can play, let her play. You go, Brown University. And you say that you're not speedy over there? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I think you run the 40 in like 3-9. I'm guessing that's what it is. We got a contract comparison up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday here. Tournament action rolling on. We've got Marquette. Sleepy. (sighs) Sleepy offense in the first half. Starting to get it going a little bit here. They trail Michigan State 27-21 with just under five minutes to play. I'll tell you what, George. An exercise in patience is betting the over in a college basketball game. Oh, yes. That is it. If you're like, you know what? I need work on need to work on my patience over here. Just bet the over of a college basketball game, especially in the tournament because man, first half wise, they might have a, a problem getting over the timeline. <laughs> you might have some airballed free throws. You, you got to not tear your hair out while that's happening, Yo, George. Did you, know? you see uh they um where not last it was either last week or the week before the uh, the uh, over total with like f- three minutes and forty seconds to go was one forty six, and the game was well, sorry it was one forty six and a half. They were on one forty six, and they didn't score another point for the rest of the game. Either That's team. crazy. I know it. It's crazy. And, and Those are the were, worst losses. And if you were betting the over, you were probably like, ah, I, I know, right? Win. <laughs> I got. Basically, I got three and a half minutes left. Somebody will make a free throw. Somebody will make a shot. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst, man. It really is. It's awful. I would rather have it the other way, where you're sitting pretty, betting the under, and they just play the foul game at the end, and goofy stuff happens, and the over hits. I'd rather have that happen than what you're describing right there. Needing one point in about four minutes where you basically have your winning spent in your head already and it doesn't work out. It is an exercise in patience. By the way, how about this? We talk a little bit of tournament action. We'll get to the NFL in a second here, but Eric Musselman, the head coach of Arkansas, oh, huge his win. Shirt off. Yeah, take against Kansas, takes his shirt off. Yeah, has some fun, does the big suey deal. Some people are uptight about that. I love that's college basketball defined right there. I have no issue with that at all. I, I gotta be honest. I, I don't I don't like I don't like the coach taking it. Taking really? It off. Wow. That's a, 
That's a bit much. It, it, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I all should, right. I should say that's a bit much for Arkansas. Had um had um Fairly Dickinson's coach had he took his shirt off, <laughs> okay, perfectly yeah, fine. Had okay, so BC shirt uh, coach taking their his shirt off. Okay, fine. This is Musselman who mm. has multiple tournament wins and has actually been a trendy pick what last year or the year before for a national champion and we're taking our shirt off after a after a Saturday win like like what are, what are we doing fam man like, I, I i don't understand wow okay so you're basically applying like court storming logic here, right? Yes. Like if, if you're a ranked yes. team, why are you storming the court against a higher ranked team? Like that type of thing. I get where you're coming from. I do get it. But man, you beat a one seed? Like what, what's Arkansas? They're an eight or a nine. I'd have to look it up. But you beat a one seed? You're emotional. You're fired up. I, I just, I don't get how he's catching flack for this, man. It's college basketball. If there's ever a place to do it, it's this. It's really not that big of a deal. But, like, I'm not going to cry and bellyache over it. But it is, it is, I do acknowledge that it is a bit, a bit much. Wow. Okay. A bit much, according to Cranky Pants George over here, huh? What? I didn't know. I didn't know there were rules and regulations when it comes to uh, being shirtless or not. In March Madness, but uh, hey, whatever. We uh, we agree to disagree on that one. Um, big win, though. Huge win. We can agree on that Very for huge. Arkansas taking down Kansas. That's big yes. time. Who do you think's taller, by the way? This is not to blast their height. We know they're shorter guys, but I'm just curious. Is it Mick Cronin or is it Eric Musselman? Like, who's taller? They're both they're both short men. Okay. Okay. I, I know that this is going to sound heightist. But but because <laughs> Mick Cronin's arms look shorter, I think he looks shorter. Mm. Like I don't know which which humans actually shorter, but but short short arms kind of mag magnify your uh, like how tall that you aren't. I I didn't notice that. Like uh, it feels like the combine, you know, like a left tackle. How long is his reach, you know? I didn't think about that with Musselman and Mick Cronin, but I like where you're going with that. See, man, yeah, it, it's all – gee, it's the, it's the details, man. It's the details. <laughs> it's the details over here. Okay, so we'll have Adam Kaplan in about 15 minutes. He's uh, uh, our FSR NFL insider, so we'll get his thoughts on ball and all of that good stuff. Uh, you had an interesting thought. Uh, before the show you wanted to get to here, George, Laramie Tunsil with the Houston Texans, he signs a big deal. It's actually the richest deal. He's the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history. This is a three-year deal. It's a $75 million extension. We're talking $50 million in fully guaranteed money, $60 million in total guarantees, Kind of strange. I don't understand the difference there, but whatever. He's got a bunch of guaranteed money here. This is the second time, George, that Tunsil has become, in his career, the highest-paid NFL offensive lineman. He happened to do this back in 2020. And so there are some people making a Lamar Jackson comparison. That's where you want to jump in here, George. What are you thinking about this uh, Laramie Tunsil versus Lamar Jackson? Lamar's trying to get his money from the Ravens. Laramie Tunsil just got his money from the Texans. 
So people have been criticizing Lamar Jackson. Oh, he he's not getting paid because he doesn't have an agent. He needs an agent to get paid. Are you are, are we sure about that? Are we sure about that? Because uh you know who is La- Laramie Tunsil's agent? Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> Do you know who was Richard Sherman's agent? Uh Bob Questoviak. No, nope. no, I'm just kidding. It was Richard, Richard Sherman. Sherman. Yeah. Do you know who Bobby Bobby Wagner's uh, agent is? Um, it's not the famed agent Terry Wind, is it? It's Bobby Wagner. I, I should have known. It Do B-Y. you know who DeAndre Hopkins' agent is? Um, D Hop. Um, is it uh, is it Drew Rosenhaus? Is that his guy? It's DeAndre Hopkins. Ah, I should have known it was D Hop. Yes, and there have been other guys, Russell O'Kung, other guys who have received substantial contracts. I haven't heard many quarterbacks on that list there, George. Correct. Now, now, uh, now, here's the thing. Now, I will agree that Lamar, that one of the things that has helped Lar- Laramie Tunsil get so much freaking money is the fact that he's still really good and he's signed three-year deals. Think of and he's done what Kirk Cousins has done. So Kirk Cousins keeps getting to the money. Kirk Cousins keeps getting to the money because yeah. his contract deals are shorter and they're fully guaranteed. And, and and that's the thing is that is Lamar's looking for that long term security, and I get it now. I would probably want the exact same thing if I were if I were him. I absolutely would. But you also, I mean, and he bet on himself this season. So, you know, having three years at $46 million, it ain't clearly it ain't agreeable. It's not agreeable to to him. So so the question is, is he going to be down for a five or six year deal? But an agent is not going to help that get done. An agent could it could an agent help get a deal done in general? Sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. But but him not having an agent is not the thing that's prohibiting him from getting the deal that that he desires. And I've said all along that deal structure should be the thing that he should be focused on even more than anything. It is deal structure because Patrick Mahomes, while he had one of the least amount of guaranteed money for recent, recent deals for big time quarterbacks, he also is going to be the one who gets paid the most because of the deal structure. Well, there are a couple of things here. Um, Let's just start with the the surface level stuff. Laramie Tunsil, he gets a three-year deal, $75 million. He doesn't have an agent. Um, That's great. Good for him. I think that it's a completely different category if we're talking about Lamar Jackson. He's not trying to get a three-year, $75 million deal. He's trying to get in the Deshaun Watson tax bracket, which is five years, $230 million fully guaranteed. I think that's night and day. So I hear you. And I'll meet you halfway because let's play this game. Lamar doesn't have an agent. He hasn't been able to secure the Deshaun Watson deal. Do you think an agent would help him secure that deal? I don't think so. I do think an agent would help, but I still don't think that he would get that desired deal even if he had an agent. An agent does not get you paid. It is a myth. Agents don't get players, players paid. 
players get players paid by their like like, like the, the your your agent's not going to change you getting three million dollars and eight million dollars it ain't happening it ain't gonna be three and six it's gonna be three and four and a half an agent is not going to help your value out no no because team all the thing that helps your value out is someone else being able being willing to pay you more money and an agent isn't gonna smooth talk a team into doing it what an agent does with the well, what players do now instead of hiring agents, they will negotiate the contract, and then they will turn around and, and then they will turn around, and, you know, uh, hire somebody else out to if they're not lawyers, and some some of them are, some of them are not to actually draw up the contract. So so they're going to take 1% of your $150 million guaranteed for doing the contract? No, because then, and then people say, well, they help you with marketing deals. They help you with this, this, this. They get paid 20% of that. That's a whole nother fee. So instead of paying an agent $1.5 million on your $150 million guaranteed, uh, pay a lawyer, like ne- negotiate your own terms, pay your lawyer $100,000 to do the contract and all of that, like the guys that they farm them out to all- already. And then, and then save yourself $1.4 million to go invest and then use some of that money to go hire you a PR, a, a, a media, a, a marketing agency and all of that, which you're going to pay 20% to anyway. Well, so, I think, yeah, it, it really does depend on which stage of your career you're in. Yeah, if you're one of yeah, these for, one of no these more. guys coming out in the draft and you're basically slotted into what your contract is going to be, I, I don't think you need an agent for that. No. But, man, if you're talking the, the Lamar stage of your career and you're trying to secure this type of deal – I think that's a different deal. I think that's a lot more, that lot more difficult. By the way, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. By the way, our, uh, our overbet over here, it got going a little bit there, George. We're at halftime now where Michigan State, they're clinging on to a 33-28 to 28 lead. Oh, it's still sketch. Thirty-three to twenty-eight. Uh, we we took the uh, full game over one thirty-nine and a half. I think it was. Uh, it's dipped down a little bit. In game is one thirty-five and a half. But <laughs> it can get going, George. We can get yeah. going here. We can rally on this one, but uh, not can, raining but buckets just yeah. yet. No. Yeah. Not raining buckets, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get going here. Hey, listen, it was a slow first half in Kentucky, Kansas State. They got going in the second half. Same thing can happen in this one. Coming up next, our guy, Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider, also on Inside the Birds podcast. We'll talk some ball with him right around the corner. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. No, he's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Want to welcome in Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider. Now, I know you're all about ball, meaning football over here, Adam. But how much do you get into March Madness over here? I do. I watch a lot of it, actually, over the weekend. Yeah, it's been good. Look, we now we have two number one seeds that have gone down to 16 in my lifetime. It it was hard to believe. I mean, it was really hard to believe with FDU, but that was pretty cool. That was. It was really cool, man. Uh, I'm going to shift gears to maybe a, the 16 seed of the NFL, which would be the Houston Texans. You know, <laughs> they got to yeah. be one of them. Uh, they made a trade with the Cowboys. Brandon Cooks, the wide receiver, goes over to Dallas. It's a fifth rounder this year and a sixth rounder next season. Do you like the move for the Cowboys? Yeah, so guys, they tried actually, the Cowboys two years ago tried to get Cooks from the Texans, but because of Cooks is not willing to take a pay cut or restructure, so they could not get the deal done. And the Cowboys, they, they've been hot for Odell Beckham Jr. That that now is pretty much ended because Cooks has got to start. Michael Gallup's coming back from the ACL from two years ago. wasn't quite himself, and they got CeeDee Lamb, so there's really no, there's just no use for anyone else in terms of high-end players, so... It's something they had to do. They know they got to match up with the Eagles, who were the defending uh, NFC champs. So they're they're trying to do that, and that's what's that, that's what's a big part of this is they want to be able to match up against the better teams. And I'm not surprised this happened. In fact, don't forget if we're looking at the first week of free agency that they had the big trade for Stephon Gilmore. He was in the twilight of his career, but still a good football player. And the the Cowboys have a ton of corners, but they were looking for an upgrade, and they got one. Now Aaron Rodgers. He has stated that he wants to go to the Jets, but then we understand too that there's a that where you can post June one cut a guy, you can't post June one trade a guy. So how long before this this is resolved, and what will the compensation be? Okay, they don't know the compensation yet because the the Jets and Packers have not agreed on it. Uh, the word around the league is that the Packers want at least a first round pick. Uh, how that comes about, it remains to be seen. And the way that I see it, just based on what I, my reporting on this, the Packers seem willing to wait until they get what they want. Uh, the Packers, you could you could debate this, but the Packers, uh, to me, uh, when you look at it, have, would have the leverage because they know the Jets' whole offseason is getting Aaron Rodgers. As, as one Jet source says, our chips are at the table. We want this guy. Uh, no, no, no doubt about it. Uh, but look, they... And push comes to shove, it's going to happen because Rodgers told him he wants to play. He only wants to play for the for the Jets. 
Nate Hackett is former OC with the Packers, is the OC of the Jets. By the way, the offense I'm told they run is exactly the same. The, the offense that Nate Hackett's bringing is exactly the same that Rodgers played with, which is an old-school West Coast offense. So it all matches up. They just have to come together on the compensation. How long, potentially, do you think this could drag out as the Packers try to get every little last nickel of draft compensation, which is what I think they should be doing? Yeah, I mean, look, they they got to pick up the, the, the fifth-year option for Jordan Love is due three days after the draft. So they have to kind of know by then. There's no hard deadline, but they want to make sure that Rodgers is moved just so they know exactly who their quarterback's going to be, and it's going to be Jordan Love. And I know that the Packers are very happy with Jordan Love. First two years are a little bit of a struggle. Third, last year's offseason, they felt he had a breakthrough, did a good job against Philly. It was only a half, but he did a good job, looked pretty good coming off the bench. So they want to take a look at him and evaluate him to be their starter. It's, it is ironic that the same exact situation happened with Rodgers and Brett Favre. For Rodgers sat for three years, Jordan Love sat for three years, and here we are 15 years later. I mean, you just couldn't make it up. Now, when we look at where the I, I would ask, are the Raiders headed in the right di- direction? Eef. But I'll just ask, what direction <laughs> are they headed in? Because they trade Waller, they bring in Jimmy G, they uh, they don't sign uh, Jacobs. What what direction are they headed in? Well, Jacobs, the reason why they didn't George pick up the fifth year option because of Jacobs' injury history, and then ironically, what happens? He he stays healthy for the first time in his career. He doesn't miss time. So. But they've got him under. They'll have him this season. Uh, the source close to him said they expected this at the end of last season that he was going to get franchised. That happened. Garoppolo was their choice uh, to kind of take over to calm the waters a little bit, at least for this season. Uh, don't don't be surprised if Brian Hoyer winds up being his backup. They tried to sign Hoyer last year to be the backup to Carr. It's kind of weird how things work out. But when you look at the Raiders situation, yeah, they're they're a team that's in transition. Defense is not very good. Uh, they need to rebuild their defense. Offensively, they'll be able to score. And with Garoppolo, though, his win- his record is really well over 500. It's just he has trouble staying healthy, but he knows the system. It's the system he played in New England under Josh McDaniels. So they're reunited here, and they'll go from there. He's Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. It could happen, Adam, where it's C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, 1-2 in the NFL draft. Do you have a strong opinion if it comes down to Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, the next quarterback off the board? Yeah, okay, so Levis is the guy who's more camera-ready. He's, he's more ready to play. Now, he didn't have a great season, the final season at Kentucky. Uh, talking to scouting people, sort of up and down. But he's got enormous arm strength. He could play in an RPO system if you need him to. Richardson's the upside guy who needs a ton of work. He only had the one season of starting. You know, you worry about that. He's a project, but the 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 talent level is, is the skill level. I happened to be at the workout at the combine. It was pretty amazing. I know, I know it's only workout routes against the air. He's not thrown against anybody, only to receivers or tight ends. But he's pretty gifted. But you know, if you're going to draft him, guys, you you have to have a plan. And that plan's got to include a veteran quarterback just in case he's not ready. The belief around the league is you probably should sit year one and then play year two because you you, you don't know a lot about him because he's only played that one season. Now, Adam, now I've noticed something with the running backs around the league. So Josh Jacobs gets franchised. Saquon gets franchised. Ezekiel Elliott, his market's down. Like there's not uh, – and the, the guys are on three-year deals. Austin Eckler doesn't seem to be a huge trade market for him. Are, are we getting to the point where even if a running back is drafted high, that then they're willing to just – 
you know, fran- well, they don't want to draft him in the first. That way then they can franchise him two years. By that time, they're 27, and then they'll just go draft another guy? Or will we see any of them get big deals going forward? Well, George, think of it this way. When you played, it, it, was, more, it was more of a running league. Now it's, it's more of a passing league. Just to give you an idea of the market for running backs and free agency, Miles Sanders got the best deal of all the street, all the unrestricted free agents of just over six million per season. David Montgomery of the Lions got six even per season. Those are the highest paid free agents in, that made it that weren't franchised, and that's it. And now, now we're in free agency week two starts tomorrow. I mean, Damian Harris of the Patriots is out there. Devin Singletary was a starter for the Bills for a couple of years. And that's it. It's also not because of the franchise tag. Also, we'll include Tony Pollard in there, uh, who got, also got franchised. So three running backs got franchised. And you make a good point because this, the league does not value running backs like they used to when I started covering the league in the early 2000s. And I don't see that changing. It's, just, yeah. it's not because, it, because you could just franchise these guys and not pay them long term. I'm just curious about this with Laramie Tunsil. He signs the yeah. he's the highest paid offensive lineman in league history. Three years, seventy five million dollars. So fifty million is fully guaranteed. Sixty million is in total guarantees. How does that break down? What is the difference between those two? Yeah. So okay, let me ex- injury guarantees. So what happens is at signing, a veteran player will get a unless he's a quarterback, it's going to get a little bit of what are called injury guarantees, where you get protection for a certain percentage of your contract. And then if you're in the roster, let's say next March, those, that $10 million is only guaranteed for injury becomes fully guaranteed. You have, but you have to be on the roster. This is completely different from Major League Baseball and NBA, where almost all veterans are fully guaranteed at signing. Not so in the National Football League. Kirk Cousins got that historic deal of three years fully guaranteed, then... Deshaun Watson got five years fully guaranteed, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Based on what I heard, it's amazing. It's been a year. At the owners' meetings last year, I mean, I'm, t- I'm talking to team to team to team, and they just continued to criticize the Browns for doing a deal like that. And the league is not ready to do that. because it's, it, it's to, to move this along further here, Brian, it's yeah. because of the injury history of all positions, uh, particularly at running back or skill positions other than quarterback. Teams are just not willing to do it because of the injury history. Gotcha on that. Um, Adam, what do you think about this, too? If you look at the Texans and the Bears, the two teams at the top of the draft, well, the Bears were until they traded down with the Panthers, but the Bears, they go out and they get Tremaine Edmonds and they sign him to a big contract. Meanwhile, the Texans, they traded Brandon Cooks. They've just been stockpiling picks, 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 picks. Which path do you think makes more sense? And I realize they're not in the exact same spot based on where their quarterbacks are, but do you like the Bears seemingly going for it, trying to be as relevant as possible, and the Texans, they're trying to be relevant, but they're also trying to stockpile picks to be relevant for the next couple of years and, and really build up their talent along that, yeah, the, the, that it's time been, span? Yeah, it's been a little criticized, the Bears. like They're building, it's weird, they're building at linebacker. Tremaine Edmonds, $18 million per season for a middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. And they're not running a, a 34 front. They're running a 43. And then they're paying T.J. Edwards, formerly of the Eagles, over $6 million. That's really not the way typically teams build their roster. And now, they, what happened last year in last year's draft, they drafted Jaquan Busker, a safety who they really like, Kyler Gordon, a second-round corner. So they feel like they got their cornerback group done. But they're very weak on the defensive line. You know, They made the trade, obviously the big trade, with the Panthers. Uh, they want to h- help Justin Fields, and I get that. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're 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 taking the long view, though. They they have a they don't have a very good roster. They had one of the NFL's worst rosters. Where the the, the Texans, 
you know, the Texans have this weird roster where it's a bunch of lower middle class free agents. I'm, when, when I'm talking about guys who are barely starters or probably backups. This is what they did last year under Nick Casario, the general manager. Their team, and, and look, we know they're going to draft a quarterback. They have to. But I'm kind of puzzled about how they're building the roster. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Hey, Adam, uh, enjoy the, uh, enjoyed the conversation today. I don't know if you're enjoying your bracket. As no, I didn't do like one this year. I haven't done one yeah. in years because this, this coincides with free agency, so it's a little bit harder. There you go, man. Well, I hope you enjoy uh, March Madness regardless, man. Appreciate your time. All right, today. guys. Thank you. Thank you. There he is. Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider. You're a bracket guy, right, George? Yes, yes, but th- this year was tough because I got sick. Like, so I created the pool for me and the family and friends and stuff like that. And then I didn't fill out my bracket until Wednesday night. And on the show, bro, I was fading. I, I was hurting. <laughs> and and I had said on the show, oh, man, I, I, I think Purdue might be able to shock some people oh, this man. year. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so it was late at night. It's midnight. I just finished the show. And then I said, uh, okay, who am I going to pick to win? I was feeling awful. Like on a scale from one to 10, I was feeling like an eight and a half bad. And I was like, forget it. I'll just pick, pick Purdue to win. I said, they, they may be able to shock people filled out, filled out the bracket. And then here we are. You know, I might owe you money. It just dawned on me because I got an alert for like the unafraid show bracket or whatever. So I filled one out and I was just confused. Like, is this George's thing? Is yes. it new? Do I do I owe money to enter? I, I'm no. so confused, but I filled one out. <laughs> no, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 it did not, because I I didn't have enough time to fully organ organize everything. So okay. I just sent it out, and it was just a, it is for your own enjoyment. Oh, okay, perfect, because that would have cost me cash if it. <laughs> If I had to pay, because my bracket is a crime scene right now. It is brutal. All right, how, how, got, could, how could yours be any worse than what mine is oh, right now? Dude, I, I had Purdue, bro. I had oh, Arizona oh, and, winning the whole thing. I had and Purdue I in had the Final Arizona four. in the Elite Eight. Well, I had Arizona winning it and Purdue in the Final Four. That's oh, pretty God. bad. Oh, That's God. bad. I got you edged just a little bit. I'm worse. Yeah, baby. I'm worse, George. Yeah, in your face. I'm worse at, at picking games than you. Hey, um, okay. If Marquette loses to, today, we're in big trouble. Yeah, we got to pick up the scoring pace over here. It, well, well, I should say, if if UConn and Marquette lose, we're doomed, bro. We're doomed. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not... Let's make sure that doesn't happen. You know, let's let's put the ball in the hoop over here. We're going to put the ball in the hoop figuratively because we're handing the baton to Monsi Bolaños. And that's all she does is put the ball in the hoop. We should see who has the worst bracket. And then that's the winner. Like we yes. should at one point for everyone you got right. And then whoever has the lowest score wins. Yeah, but they, I like see, that. But the, see, but you know what? There, uh, because because. People could just sandbag there, right? So there, so there have to be some qualifiers like that. That you do have to at least have, you know, a certain amount of games won. Yeah, sure, sure. But it's I think everyone's is so bad. I just would be curious who's the worst because there's been so many different surprises with Arizona, Purdue. I didn't have Arizona going down like to the to final four. But <laughs> I like to win it everything. But so this one you can't. This one you can't. This is this is one of the funniest brackets that you can fill out because nothing goes the way you think. 
there's always an upset, and you don't know who the upset's going to be, so you have to take a guess. It's almost like ask your dog. Your dog has a better chance of guessing correctly <laughs> on the upset. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I everyone's bracket is terrible. Bad and, dog. But it, it's fun. It's fun. Come on now. But right now, Marquette did have a slow start, though. They kind of got back into it. And now they've taken the lead over the seven-seeded Michigan State. 34-33 is the score very early in the second half. Now, on the other side of things, fifth-ranked, or excuse me, fifth-seeded St. Mary's is beating fourth-seeded to UConn, 17 to 16, halfway through the first half. In the NBA, it's the Pistons on top of the Heat, 29 to 26. They're about to get going in the second quarter. And I can't believe the Thunder came back to beat the Suns. 124 to 120 was the final score. Shea Gilgis, I know. They're annoying. They're... Shea Gilgis Alexander, 40 points. Devin Booker, 46 points in the loss. The Nuggets needed the win, and they got the win, 108 to 102 against the Nets. And the Spurs beat the Hawks. The Spurs come in there and they decide to beat teams, and I would Ooh. be so mad. I'd be like, Spurs, stop winning. 126 to 118 was the final score. In about 30 minutes, World Baseball Classic. That's right. USA, for the first time, is going to play Cuba in the semifinal. It all starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time on FS1. Shohei Otani did tell Japanese media that he's prepared to pitch in relief if Japan reaches the World Baseball Classic final on Tuesday. So we that might man see him win. I love it. I know. Back to Who you we guys. got in that here? Now we can't bet with our heart. You yes, got to bet can. with your head. No, I Wayno's going for Team USA, right? Adam Wainwright. Who do you like in that uh, Cuba USA matchup, Monsi? I am going for USA, but there is a lot of heart involved with other people. Nolan Arenado, his father, is Cuban, and he said that his dad is, like, torn. Like, the family's like, I don't know what to oh, do. Man. Because really? he's playing for Team USA. So, I'm sure there's a lot of that going on, but I'm going for Team USA. Of course. Wow, that is interesting. Normally, it's like, it's not quite the same thing as colleges. No. You know, let's just say you're a, a diehard Notre Dame fan, and your kid goes to USC or Michigan or something. Like, you normally root for your kid. Mm-hmm. Right. And the father's like, I don't know, might be <laughs> Team Cuba over here, yeah. even though my son's going for the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And even he talked about it yesterday when USA won. He's like, I don't I don't know where my family is standing on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank it. you, Monty. Yeah. It is uh, Brian Noah and George Reister here with you on Fox Sports Radio. What do you think about that, George? The uh, Arenado household maybe being Team Cuba, even though Nolan's playing for Team USA. What do you think about that? Hey, man, it is what it is. It's hard <laughs> out here in these streets sometimes. <laughs> and p- loyalty is uh, it's obviously very important. They want their kid to do well, but at the same time, they're like, eh, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. They're like, we were Cubans before we were parents, you know? Right like, about, Yes. <laughs> might be Team Cuba. That is exceptional. I love that story. All right, we got a lot to do coming up here, George. We are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up next, simple question. Which team is building better? I'm Brian No. He's George Reister. 
Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's at Bed365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, come on. Doesn't Slayer make March Madness even better, George? Can I get an amen on that? Oh my God! No, I forgot, dude. I totally forgot about you and this and this god awful music. How how could you forget about me and metal? Huh? This is not even music. This is hot garbage. You like you are, are where where does this music even even have lyrics? Oh, it does. Yes. Yes, absolutely, it does. Yeah. You don't. See, I can't respect your opinions on heavy metal if you don't even know they have lyrics within heavy metal music. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, see, the thing is, is you, you have to have zero singing ability to do that. Zero. I, no, I would disagree with that. I would disagree. How? Because if you actually sing like that, you are, you, you're going to wreck your voice. Well, that's the part here. Like some of these metal singers, they sing straight from the throat. Like, go ahead and play, like, three shows in four nights and see what you have left with it's your voice right It's not singing. That's why. What do you still, do? still, you got We're talking about durability with NFL quarterbacks. You got to be durable as a metal singer, George. Not easy. Not easy. Wow. <laughs> this is incredibly bad. <laughs> okay, let me shift gears uh, to a little bit of hoops and ball. Uh, I always call football ball. But right now, Michigan State, they have a 40-39 to 39 lead, just under 30, uh, 13 minutes to go in the game. Michigan State up by one point. Also, St. Mary's up by one point against UConn. Got about five minutes to go in the first half of that game. Uh, we'll keep you updated on all the March Madness goodies. How about this? If we dip our toes in the NFL waters here for a bit, George, just give me a thumbs up, a thumbs down on the way these teams are building their rosters right now, okay? If you look at the top of the draft, what the Bears have done, what the Texans have done, we'll start with those teams. We'll throw a couple other teams out there, but what do you think about the Bears 
They signed Tremaine Edmonds to this big $72 million deal. Uh, They're pretty much acting like they're in go-for-it mode. Meanwhile, the Texans, they're stockpiling draft picks. I think the Texans are going about it a little bit better. What do you think about that? Thumbs up, thumbs down on both Bears, Texans. I go thumbs up, Texans, thumbs down, Bears. Thumbs up, Texans? How? How? How how are they doing anything to build a competitive roster? They're stockpiling picks. They're the uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder of the NFL is what they are. That Thunder did it for a while. It's stockpiling picks. Picks, 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 picks. We'll take all the the picks. That's what Danny Ainge doing with the Utah Jazz. Where's the Thunder right now? Well, they're they're building up their talent. Shea Gilgis Alexander is a baller. Josh Giddey is a baller. Same thing with the Jazz. It's going to take a little bit of time. You know what? And it will be just like trust. The process in Philadelphia, just just like it. By the by, the time those theme, teams actually, those players actually pan out, they will be headed for free agency, buddy. Yeah, and the Oklahoma City will continuously be the the uh, the farm system for the rest of the NBA. I don't know. I don't know. You get Chet Holmgren back in there. You know, you get another top pick in there. Some of those picks, they're going to hit on them, and they might have something there. But the Texans. Their window, their window right now, they're not in go for it mode. They're in acquire picks mode. They shouldn't be having Brandon Cooks back on the roster. They should move him for some picks. And that's exactly what they did with the Cowboys. The Deshaun Watson trade. They weren't in a position to compete even with Deshaun Watson. They moved him, got a bunch of picks. They're gonna hit on these picks. They're not gonna swing and miss on all of them, George. I like where they're positioned. I like where they're positioned more than Chicago is right now, even though with the Bears moving down, I like that portion of the way their offseason is unfolding. I like moving down with Carolina to acquire a lot of picks. Again, they're not going to swing and miss on all those picks they've acquired. Mm. No, no, of course they're not going to swing and miss on all of them. But, hey, man, here's the thing about Chicago, though. In their trade, they got DJ Moore back. Like they yeah. like they're not because you you can't assume that rookies are going to come in and be spectacular even if they're a wide a wide receiver and they turn out to be really really good wide wide receivers year one are rarely really really good so like the like J- Jamar Chase is not typical your normal results are like Chase Claypool like that's a normal pretty good wide receiver first round pick you know, uh, how they perform in the draft. Okay, so, I got a couple other. Uh, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. go on. I was, a couple other teams here. The Miami Dolphins. Thumbs up or thumbs down. They make a trade. They get Jalen Ramsey, stud cornerback from the Rams. I love thumbs it. Thumbs up, dude. Yeah, I, they got I, a loaded I, roster right now. They're going for it. They're taking is, advantage of Tua's rookie deal. Yep. And the, the, the best part about it, though, is, is, well, actually, the best and the worst part is Tua. Because you can't count on Tua staying healthy at this point, right? You, if he stays healthy, they will have a legitimate shot. Yeah. But the but but if he doesn't, you know what they're doing, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> like they're they're getting the the roster loaded for a potential. You know, we got to abandon ship on this Tua Tungavailoa experiment over here. Yeah, but you know who they're going to get if uh, if Tua if he gets hurt early. Go ahead, say the name. I don't agree, but say the name. Tom Brady. Oh, okay. I thought you were going a different way. I thought you were going to go with Lamar right there. I thought you were going Lamar Jackson. No, bro. Tom Brady comes walking through the door because he knows how much talent is there. 
that's an opportunity. That's the only opportunity in the NFL mm. to be a mercenary and come in and win because he couldn't even go to Kansas City. That's too much heavy lifting on the on the quarterback. Okay, how about this? Rapid fire. The Raiders. Thumbs up, thumbs hate down. It, what they hate it. Thumbs down. Throw it way away. Way down. I wish I had more <laughs> thumbs so I could give them more I, thumbs down. Two thumbs is not enough to give the, the Raiders – just two thumbs down. It seems inadequate. What the hell are they? Jimmy G, and then we move Darren Waller, and I, I don't know what the plan is. I have no idea what they're doing over there in Silver and Blackland. Doesn't make any sense. All right, coming up next, we got a plethora of College Hoops topics slash questions. That's on the way. Keep it locked here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday here. March Madness rolling forward. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be george we need overtime <laughs> we need overtime for sparty against marquette the scoring <laughs> we have hit the brakes on all things scoring we're gonna need this thing to be tied up to oh, hit the over worry, in brother. this one man don't Oof. don't worry you know you know how this goes this can be one of them games where the people who have the under they're like ah we're sitting sitting pretty and then all of a sudden three three Three, three. Oh, my God. That was 12 quick points. Um, uh-huh. Now it's getting dicey. It's getting really dicey. Michigan State leading 44 to 42 with about eight minutes to go. So, yeah, we yeah. need one of them three, 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 three runs. Man, we're going to need a lot. We, uh, we got in, George. I hate to even say this with a microphone in front of my face. We got in on the over at 139 and a half in game. The total is 119 and a half. George, Yo! we're not even close. We're not even freaking close over it. We got, we got to have overtime. This is a got to have overtime situation. Yes, it is plummeted, oh, George. This is how bad our initial selection was. Oh, yeah, that was atrocious. Yeah, that was really bad. But you know what? It's better to be lucky than good. So we, we're far off. But you know what? If we get overtime here, which is possible, it's been a very close game throughout, then all of a sudden we're smelling like a rose real fast. You know? That's all we need. OT. OT, baby. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, and OTs happen. OTs oh, happen. Do. They so, do. We're uh, overdue. We're overdue for some overtime in March <laughs> Madness here, I think. Yeah, um, we, okay. we, we haven't had one yet, have we? I don't think we have. I don't believe so. So, yeah, this could be the first. Mm-hmm. We need one of these. It was close with, uh, with Furman and Virginia, remember? Yeah. But it was a three, and they took the lead in the final two seconds. So even that Arkansas-Kansas game was really close. But uh, <laughs> Kansas accidentally made the second free throw and uh, ended up losing by one point. You know what? That's interesting, George. It is an art to miss in a good way. Right, like yes. if you go to the foul line for your second free throw, only a couple of seconds left, and you're down by two, you're trying to miss on purpose. And there are some guys that they'll hit the backboard, they don't even hit the rim. And it's like, it's the other team's ball. You know, there are some guys that they try to hit the front of the rim, like they shoot the ball in real hard, and 
Sometimes they get a crazy bounce. Other guys just try to miss left or right. And uh, it didn't work out for Kansas yesterday. But it is an art form to miss as good as possible, you know? Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. It, because you ne- you literally never practice missing. That's right. why. Yeah. Uh, what would you, you do? Would you be one of those guys? Shots. Would you try to just fire it at the front of the rim? Or would you try to miss left and right shooting the way you normally would? Ooh, it, it depends on my rebounders, right? Yeah. Because I would want to be off and then like hit the back of the backboard to have it hit the rim to for like a, a high bounce. Yeah. And then maybe we can get a tip in. It, it, it depends on how much time is on the clock and, and who's on my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, the best bet, maybe go shoot it far, you know, shoot it a little farther. And you got to go left or right. Got to go left or right uh, because yeah, because otherwise you're gonna just pop a shot that thing <laughs> off the uh, off the off the window off the square. It, it's kind of a funny thing, right? I never thought about that. Of all the times you've gone to a gym, you just worked out. You're gonna shoot some hoops a little bit. You went outside. You're gonna play some pickup ball. How many times have you gone and practiced missing? I, I haven't done it one time in my entire life. You know. Dude, it's it's hard to do like the miking drill. It's hard to do like rebounding drills and to miss on purpose. <laughs> right now we got uh, Sparty Michigan State's oh, up forty eight hey, forty two. George, not good. Dude, I need to record this vid- vid- video of the of the um, of the player from St. Mary's getting the back spasms. Oh man, Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. So so he got. Back spasms. And I want to point, I'm recording this. I'm going to put it on my Twitter for, for people in, um, Sheboygan. In, uh, yeah. We no, like, just, just a guess. This is what back spasms <laughs> really look like. Uh, so he's like, just writhing in pain. Yes. So, so this is Tua where, where they were like Tua. No, that's what back spasms look okay. like. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So Tua, he got hit against the bills. Back of his head hits the turf, and he's just staggering around. Yes. So you're saying you're calling shenanigans on the Dolphins saying it was back spasms, right? Yes. Gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. So what was this St. Mary's player doing? He was standing there. Uh-huh. He was literally just standing there. While his lower back just tightened up? Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, I'll be looking for it. I'll be looking for it on your timeline over there, George. Yeah. Okay, so lots of uh, college hoops to get into. How about this? So Fairleigh Dickinson, of course, they pulled off the monster upset over Purdue. Second time in NCAA men's tournament history. A 16 has beaten a 1, right? Fairleigh Dickinson, get this, George, against Florida Atlantic. FDU, 16, nearly 16. They are 15.5-point underdogs. What do you think about that? You're rolling with uh, laying the points and going with Florida Atlantic? Are you going to ride uh, this FDU under uh, this uh, underdog uh, trend over here? 15 and a half's a lot, George. 15 and a half's a lot, but, bro. They're short. They're the shortest they're team in college short. hoops. And, and <laughs> they're not. And, and truthfully, Purdue's a bunch of stiffs on some level, right? Yeah. I mean, that, it's kind of the Big Ten. The Big Ten is a bunch of stiff. They're stiffs in basketball, stiffs in football, except for 
Ohio State and and now Michigan, where like Michigan used to be too, but then Jim uh, Jim Harbaugh figured figured out, hold up, I gotta get some athletes around this joint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> instead of just j- just big strong guys, and uh, and that's why they haven't had a lot of success. And and FAU not not stiffs at all. So uh, I am going to take FAU minus seventeen. I'm sorry, minus fifteen. Okay, you're going to go Florida Atlantic minus 15 and a half. Uh, Fairly Dickinson, the shortest team in college basketball out of what? 363 teams, George. They rank 363rd. They in have height. one player, 6'6, six, six, <laughs> I believe. One, yeah, 166, 1665, six, six, a couple of 6'4s, and everybody else is, is like, w- would not be mistaken. Actually, hell. I, I, after the six six and the six five guy, nobody else would be mistaken for a basketball player. <laughs> every every everybody else could be Joe in accounting. That Joe's is just pretty wild. tall. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe's tall. Joe's taller than FDU over there. Yeah, Get him like, on the roster. Yeah, like Joe in Joe in accounting is pretty tall. Here's a great question that was uh, did he play volleyball in college in high school? <laughs> yeah, on social media, this is a big question, George. I want to run it by you because I love it. If you put Giannis Adetokounmpo, right? Excuse me? Giannis Adetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks, outstanding NBA player. If you put Giannis on any tournament team, we're talking March Madness, pick the team. Could be Fairleigh Dickinson, could be anybody. They could use Giannis. They need some height. Would that team that Giannis is on be a Final Four team? What do you say, George? Hmm. Okay. So I have one caveat, right? I mm-hmm. my, my my answer so so any you you put him on any team in the tournament. And he, any team. I'm gonna go with yes. I would go How, yes as well. How however, the oh, there's only one one caveat to it. What's that? Is that he would have trouble um because of the way they call charges in yeah. in college. Yeah, that's the only thing. You're right. Yeah, because he he goes right to the rack a lot of times. Yeah, and and if you're anywhere near somebody in college and they fall down, charge, dude. Yeah. They call so many charges in college. It, it's <laughs> it's mind bending. They really do. And uh, yeah, that would be the one deal. I would say yes, they would be a Final Four team because he's just freaking unstoppable. He's unstoppable, and he dude, he can shoot dude, as well. He's watching, not just a guy. I going was to watching the rim. that play from the two thousand and one, uh, from the twenty twenty one finals, where against the Suns, where he's guarding Chris Paul. Chris Paul throws a lob to DeAndre Ayton. He spins around, jumps up, and blocks the tall DeAndre Ayton with a high pass. Blocks his dunk. After guarding the guy who, after guarding Chris Paul, who lobbed it to him, right? It, it, it was one of the most un like. I remember how crazy it looked when I was watching it in real life, but to see it again, like that may be one of the greatest single plays of athleticism that I've ever seen. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's an athletic specimen. There's no doubt about that. You're right, though. Five. Uh, fouls in college basketball, the frequency of charges, but yeah, I would put, I'd put they money on if you put him on over the place on him. Let's just say FDU or Northern Kentucky, any of these sixteen seeds, 
yeah, I think you're hanging a Final Four banner over there. This is good news, George. So uh, Marquette, they get the dunk, and they're going to the free throw line for a potential and one. If they make the free throw, we're tied up. Tied up at 52, George. We need some overtime here. There's been a scoring burst. We're still going to need overtime for the That's over That's what I'm here. saying. All, all, all it takes is a little bit of action, man. All it takes is a little bit of action. I hate being in the, man, I'm going to need overtime. And he missed the free throw. We're going to need overtime here for oh, the, I hate ho- that. Hopefully hopefully we, we get in one of them free throw games. Like to where some somebody goes on like a five-point run and then we get fouls at the end and then it ends up in overtime. Yeah. But yeah. Right. You don't want to need overtime. Yeah, I don't love the suck out win at the poker table, you know. But I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah take exactly. It. You don't. You don't. You would. You would rather that you had made a good decision and you didn't end up b- behind. But you will take the suck out win, though. Absolutely, every single time. So we're basically looking for a suck out win in this Michigan State Marquette game as we uh we have the over i saw a stat george i'd have to get it for you but uh if you had bet the under in every tournament game thus far you'd be raking in the cash like you'd be well ahead if you had done that and it's like oh well that's true uh, here's the the stat for you it's from brad powers who oh it's been deleted <laughs> Uh-oh. it's a group text and uh well, maybe his information was wrong, but uh, I don't know why it was deleted. But the under has typically been the way to go. Although it's the same thing in the NFL, man. You could say that where, hey, man, these unders are hitting, hitting, hitting. But on a game-to-game basis, that one game you bet the under, it's going over, you know? So that's the way it happens sometimes. Uh, we got a lot to do here, George. Lots to do. We got to get to this. Uh, don't evaluate the player based on how he's fared as a non-player. That's on the way. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Wow, if we had it all to do again, George... 
We would bet the over if we're picking the over of one game on the uh, the Baylor Creighton game. So five minutes in, it's already fifteen to twelve. <laughs> That's already twenty-seven points. About five minutes. Well, what was the? It depends on what the over/under was because they may have known that that was going to be uh, a thing thing. Uh, no, it was around like one forty or so. It's jumped up like crazy. It's at one fifty-six and a half right now. So it's been a Ooh. score fest. To Ooh, begin the back spasms ain't no game. joke, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan State has seized control, at least for the moment, as uh, they lead in the late going here. They lead by five against Marquette, a minute 28 to go. Uh, UConn, uh, a little lead, baby lead, three-point lead, just beginning the second half over St. Mary's. Yeah, looking forward to later on tonight, that, that Miami-IU game should be a good one. Indiana is really goofy, George. As you know, man, they could beat any team in the tournament. They could lose to pretty much any team in the tournament. They are a goofy basketball team, so we'll see which version of them shows up tonight against the U, against the Canes. Yeah, I I don't trust either one of those teams, but what Miami did at the end of their first-round game to to put a lot of pressure to make sure that they ended up winning a lot of man-to-man pressure, that was impressive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this was the stat here, George. So this is Brad Powers. He's one of these sharp bettors. He put it out there on Twitter. If you bet the under in every NCAA and IT and CBI tournament game so far, congrats. You are 45 and 13. You're hitting at about a 77% clip if you just bet the under of every game. Now, my first reaction is, I mean, what do I care about the NIT and CBI? You know, like, we're all about March Madness over here, but still. I, I, don't, I don't think betters, I mean, if you're a professional better. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that you actually care who's playing. Oh, no. Like, you're just no, looking no. for spots. Yeah, you're looking for angles. You're looking for value. Sure. Yeah, no, that's like, a great point by you. It's not here's just an March advantage. Madness. Hey, 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 did you know that one of the most corrupt uh, like things where there used to be rampant cheating was in like tier two tennis. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because, because the players are paid so little in tier two that like that a bet that uh, a bookie paying them money to throw a match would be worth more than whatever they would get paid for winning it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, and, and that look, man, that's the thing here with the, uh, the betting world and all that. Like, uh, I get it. I, it's funny how much it's changed, George. You remember the conversations where it was always worst case scenario. If betting's legalized, we're going to have point shaving scandals galore and the mob is going to control the game. And it's like a lot of that was just fear-based thinking. We're yes, fine. And, and it was, and the thing that made it not rooted in reality is technology, right? Yeah. Is that that these you know that these casinos and they're so they they've invested so much in technology to where if the if the numbers like if the like if the numbers are off to where if bets start c- coming in too too big on a game then or too much money on one game then that's when they're going to start to investigate yeah no, absolutely. They're like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why the hell yeah. is there $6 million being bet on this NIT game? 
<laughs> sure. Like like on a on a division three basketball game. Can somebody please explain that to me? Or just a regular you know, a game that would normally have, you know, one and a half million, two million on it, and now all of a sudden it's got eight, ten million. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Red, red flag, buddy. Not gotta come off the, the board. Test. Yeah, no doubt. That would be a no action on that. Yep. Um you know, talking about explaining stuff, you know, someone's got to explain this to me. Look, Michael Jordan is in uh, extensive talks to sell his majority share of the Charlotte Hornets, and you're getting a lot of the talking heads. And they're saying things like, well, you look at the mythology of uh, Michael Jordan. Colin Coward's one of the smartest in this business. And there's a promo playing. It's been playing during the show we've been doing here tonight, George. Where he's like, you know, if you look at Jordan, he failed at baseball, he failed at ownership, he failed at this, failed at that. He didn't win anything before Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson got there. It's like, bro, can we pump the brakes here for a second? We can't evaluate Michael Jordan, the basketball player, based on Michael Jordan, the non-basketball player. It is so silly to do that. Hold on. And and the uh, question is, has Michael Jordan – what are – in sports owners, right? Yeah. What is their actual goal? Well, the goal is to win and make money. Uh, 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 the, it, it depends on the person, right? <laughs> what is, sometimes the goal is to make cash, and that's that. Cor- yeah. Correct. Michael, Michael Jordan bought the team for, what, like $277 million? Yeah. He's going to sell it for, like, $2 billion. That's is right. that, does, does that sound like a loser move? No, that sounds like a great business deal to me. Yes, that sounds like a winner to me, buddy. But the but the whole idea, hey man, hey man, if you take away Shaq and Pau Gasol, Kobe's got no rings, right? <laughs> like if if uh, if uh, you take away, you know, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar and James Worthy, what does Magic have? <laughs> what does Magic have? And, and and Pat Riley, what does Magic have? Not a damn thing right I, I yeah it's like i don't get this game that we're what playing tom, what does tom brady have with without bill 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 belichick he might as well be aaron Rodgers. he's not the greatest yeah but he, people will play that game you know hey welcome to team sports it matters and then how are you going to compare him in baseball bro the dude hadn't played baseball in I, yeah, fifteen years. Like since he was a teenager or something, tried to pick and he, it up. And any thing is, he wasn't even terrible at it. I know he got better. He got better had, at the minor had, league level. Exactly. Had had he played in the minors another two two years, he might have been in the big leagues. Like yeah. what? Are, what are we talking about here? I, it is. I don't know. I, l- listen, listen. Sometimes, sometimes in this in this business, as you know, no. Sometimes we we either have these bright ideas or that that when we say them to ourselves, we're like, yo, that's it right there. I'm going to kill him with this. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, do you, you know, how, how many how many times have you had those where uh, where are you like, oh, my God. It just dawned on me. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me do the ca- Yes. Yes. I can't wait to get back to work. I'm going to kill him with this one today. Uh huh. And that's yeah. and that's what Colin did. Yeah, he did. He did. But the thing is, he's not the only one. There are some people saying either the same thing or similar things. See that lets you know. See, and do you, and do you know why that is? 
It is because because of what you said. Colin is smart. He's been extremely successful at this business. Yeah. And and when you and when you are and when you are, then people are going to pay attention to you. So so that means that he is influential and good because at the uh, at the end of the day, when we finish a show, my goal is not for everybody to agree with me or like what what I said. What my if I know that I had a successful show is if after the game, I'm well, sorry, after the show, if people say, listen, I didn't agree with that mm-hmm. or I did agree with that, but I understand how how he got there. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I, like I need people on both sides of the like I'm fine with PP if everybody agrees. Yeah. But like there should be something that you said that's thought provoking throughout sure three hours and then and then people can say oh man i didn't agree with that but i i get how he got there or he changed my mind on that right yeah my thing is i like when someone has a different stance as long as it's supported well as long as it makes yes. sense because that helps me grow you might bring something to the table that i hadn't considered yep. or you make a strong argument that makes me have to strengthen my argument or I'm going to be on the losing end. I'm not making as good of a case. So I like when somebody disagrees and they have a well-thought-out opinion. So it's not automatically like if you're on the other side, oh, I hate that. It's like, no, sometimes I welcome that even more. It's just got to be thought-provoking and backed up well. What Colin brought, and again, I would argue best in the business, that's just not a good argument at all. It's not that I disagree with it. It's just not supported well at all. This, yeah. uh, Jordan failed at baseball, and I mean, what would he have won without Pip and, and Phil Jackson? Are we really doing this? We're really poking holes in the GOAT's resume as a basketball player based on him being a baseball player uh, the second and a team owner? That's crazy, second, man. Second greatest player of all time. So, excuse you. Oh, no. Don't tell me. you're. Are you really on that train? Uh, on the LeBron train, one one hundred percent, fam. Oh my gosh, Michael Michael's peak was higher. However, nobody's ever been this good for this long. Nobody. Yeah, because he plays in the era of load management. Oh God, he doesn't load manage though. He's been injured enough, and he's like, load managed at dude, times. D- dude, he's twenty years in. Like like for for the last. Two seasons, yes, he's gotten ouchies. It, I mean, it, that that sort of thing is going to happen as father time goes goes up by. But we're still talking about a guy averaging thirty points a game. Man, we'll table this for like June or July. How about that, George? You know, okay. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into LeBron and MJ and say like late July when nothing's going on. But oh no uh, no. no. No, we won't, because uh, that is that is when I go on vacation. No. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we lose, George. We lose. Uh, Sparty wins. They win 69 to 60. They, they got a lot closer. Wait, what? Bro, we were 10 off. We, well, we needed 11 more points. So That's we what I'm saying. It got, it got closer than we thought it was going to get. Needed OT. Freaking Marquette. We put our faith. We put our cash. We put our hopes and our dreams Michigan on the Golden State Eagles. Michigan State did their job. And they just laughed our cash away. Freaking yep. Golden Eagles. 
That's okay. There's always another game, George. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. Monty Bolaños with us this evening. Yeah. As she spins us around the sporting landscape. What's going on, Monty? I also had Marquette winning. Yeah, so I lost with you guys. Michigan State continues on to the Sweet 16. They're going to face Kansas State. The other game's going on right now. Fifth seed at St. Mary's taking on fourth seed at UConn, who just has a three-point lead, 43-40, to 40, with about 13 minutes to go in the game. Six-seeded Creighton is on top of third-seeded Baylor 22-14 to 14, halfway through the first half. World Baseball Classic. Adam Wainwright had all bases loaded. Cuba was on top. They only got one run in. We are still in the bottom of the first inning now, but we just had Paul Goldschmidt hit a two-run homer thanks to Mookie Betts getting on base. And now USA is beating Cuba 2-1, to one, bottom of the first inning. This is the first time ever that USA and Cuba have met in the World Baseball Classic. And we were talking about Nolan Arenado's father. His exact words were, our family is has high anxiety over this game. So that's what he said. High anxiety in the family for this game. NFL news. Wide receiver Adam Thielen just posted on his Instagram stories a video of his kids singing Sweet Caroline with just the part that says, so good, so good. And then he tagged the Panthers. It looks like he's signing a three-year deal with Carolina. No details yet on the specifics of the money that he'll be getting in those three years. And J.J. Watt loves Taylor Swift. He posted about an hour ago a two-plus-minute video crediting how amazing Taylor Swift's concert was that he went with his wife and her friends. He said it was 44 songs, three hours and 15 minutes, and she did 44 not... Songs. 44 songs? Good Lord. songs? Hey, bro. Yeah. She can, she can charge Drake prices for that for that amount of songs, bro. I and like he, it. He loved... He lo- I'm telling you, she over two show. minutes, over two minutes giving credit to Taylor Swift from the production because to... You appreciate yeah. when people put on a show. Exactly. You're like, I pay I paid my money. Exactly. Now you go entertain me, entertainer. <laughs> right. And he said that everyone he's like the dancers had a break, the music had a break. He's like, I think she took three minutes of a break and that was to change her outfit. So there was no intermission. There was no timeouts he said. Damn. There was nothing. I it might was, go see Taylor <laughs> at that right Can now. I go with you? I want to go. It's all sold out and when you try to get tickets, you know, all those stupid, uh, what do they call them like bots take all the tickets and then they upsell it for a, re- a ridiculous price but apparently three hours and 15 minutes 44 songs and jj watt totally approves a little nba action going on the pistons are beating the heat 71 to 64 with three minutes to go in the third quarter and the pelicans on top of the rockets 38 to 28 after one quarter of play good news for timberwolves fans because all-star anthony edwards is out of his walking boot he's going to be reevaluated on a day-to-day basis after injuring his ankle on friday where he had to be helped off the court. But good news, out of his walking boot. Fellas, it's been fun. Back to you. Good hanging with you, Monty. Always. Always. Brian Noe and George Reister here with you on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. By the way, George, speaking of concerts, what's a concert you've gone to that some people would go, wow, surprised to hear that you went to that concert? Anything on your list? Um, surprised that I went to. Well, First thing is I don't go to a ton of concerts like uh but I'm starting to pick up a little bit um maybe or or I actually I won't even say what um what concert that I have been been to but I think that what would surprise people a concert that I would go to uh-huh. would probably be 
Florida Georgia line or uh, yeah, I think that that would probably surprise people. Me at a Florida Georgia line concert or maybe a Luke Combs. Oh, I would absolutely go to a Luke Combs concert. Go check that out. Now I know you like the uh, Nickelback ringtones. Would you go to a Nickelback concert? Absolutely not. <laughs> What's the way? So you just like the ringtones, but you want to be caught dead there at a show? I, I don't like enough Nickelback songs to go to a concert, but I would go to Mary Morris, Florida Georgia Line. I'm, I'm talking about stuff that people wouldn't necessarily because I love country music. Came yeah. Came Brown. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah. You're a little Dan, Dan and yeah. Shay. I might even hit up like a, oh, Teddy, Teddy Swims, dude. I would absolutely go to a Teddy Swims concert. There are many concerts I wouldn't go to. You know, I've, I've been around. Oh, where, I would not go to a concert with, with, uh, with uh, you because your music choices are sketch, bro. <laughs> no, you don't even know, man. You don't even know, George. Like, it's way beyond metal. You wouldn't go to the metal shows with me because you're closed-minded and scared. And it's okay, you know? Some of us are like that. Um, but no, I've, I saw B.B. King four times, the late, great B.B. King. He was tremendous in concert. Loved going to B.B. shows. And uh, I saw Brad Paisley one time. I got a little love for country music. Little love. Little love. But shows are a lot of fun. The only show I didn't like, a lot of people love this guy, Dave Matthews Band. And they they got some great musicians. Man, I freaking hate their music, George. Oh, I got to be honest. I hated that show. You know what show that, I w- that I'm like, take, take my money? Bruno, Bruno Mars. Just take, yeah. just take it here. Here you go. You can have whatever you want. You can yeah. have whatever you want, Bruno. I'm in. It'd have to be a fun show. Have to be. There, there's no way the that he Bowl. doesn't put on a fun fun show. Have you seen yeah. his music videos? Yeah. Dude, they are like him and Anderson Pack on their last album. They look like <laughs> they are having the time of their life. Did you see when he was winning? I think it was the Grammys and the, their acceptance speeches. Dude, they, they had acceptance speeches that were a riot. Those were a lot of fun. The shows have to be fun as well. Have to be. Yep. No way they sign, couldn't. Sign me up, fam. Okay, we'll go see um, uh, Lamb of God uh, next month when they're back in the States. What do you say, George? Absolutely right? not. I did, no. that's, that, no. that sounds, that sounds weirdo <laughs> to me. Count me out, buddy. All right, we're going to see if we're counting you out of this growing debate. It is a trendy take, in my opinion. We'll see if you're part of the trend or not, George. That's on the way. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Michigan State. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Is in the Sweet 16. The final score, Michigan State 69, Marquette 60. Michigan State is back in the Sweet 16. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. That was the progressive play of the day. Compliments of Westwood won as Michigan State took down Marquette 69-60. to The progressive play of the day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That was also the sound of our money leaving our uh, sportsbook account there, George. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kugler and Westwood won. And if you listen real intently, you could hear you could hear the number like decreasing on our, our sports book uh, app over there, George. But it's okay. We'll rally. We'll rally. You're going to rally with uh, FAU over FDU, taking Florida Atlantic over Fairleigh Dickinson. That the play? Yes. yes. I like that. By the way, props to the crew over here. Our trusted producer, Ryan Bershinger. Technical producers, Iowa Sam, also Chris Perfett. Monty Bolaños on the updates always does a fantastic job. Been a lot of fun here, George. A lot of fun, despite your uh, negativity toward metal. You know, it's okay. Still had a wow. fun time. Okay. <laughs> I want to see if you're part of this growing trend over here. There is a Will Levis, an anti-Levis trend. Because, uh, I don't know, like, take a team, for instance, the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, they have the fourth overall pick. So if it goes Stroud number one to the Panthers, maybe Bryce Young number two to the Houston Texans, then all of a sudden these quarterback needy teams, they're looking at a Anthony Richardson versus Will Levis debate right there. I know there are a lot of Colts fans that are like, anybody but Levis, don't want Levis. Ew, gross. It's kind of like being back in grade school where people would be like, oh, you got cooties, right? That's how people are treating Will Levis. I think it goes way too far. Where do you stand on Will Levis? Are you just anti-Will, don't want him? Or are you open to the idea that, I don't know, he might pan out in the NFL, George? Am I, where am I drafting it? Am I well, drafting in the, the top thing. 10? Okay, you're in the top 10. Let's say you're the Colts at number four. You're the Raiders at number seven. Oh, where do you dude, stand has, on Will Levis? At, at number, at, in the top 10. Actually, hell, in, in the first round, he's got cooties. Oh, wow. In, in the, the first round? In the whole first round, he's got cooties. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Mid, second, third. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. He starts looking real cute right there. Cause, uh, <laughs> hey, because then, uh, because, because then he goes from, from, from savior to, to like potential. But, you know what I mean? He, he goes then from savior to Matt Corral. He goes then from savior to Jalen Hurts when Jalen Hurts first got drafted. So that's a big difference. You see what I'm saying? So the and, whole first round, think about a guy. I'll give you a guy. It's a good comp over here. Uh, Anthony Anthony Richardson has first round cooties to me too. Ooh, he does. Except okay. for if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, like I might take him. 
But aside from that, he's definitely got first round cooties. I, I'm wow. not. I am the whole first round. Even if you whole. traded back in, I think about Lamar Jackson. Remember the Ravens traded back in, thirty second overall pick. You get Lamar. That obviously worked out for them. Um, man, you wouldn't even trade back into the thirty second pick to take either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Uh, I would do it for Anthony Richardson first, but definitely not doing it for uh definitely not doing it for for anybody else. Nope. What what um break it down for me why you happen to be anti Will Levis at least in the first round. I've watched him play. He does not <laughs> nothing about him. And, and 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 I know that people will be like, "But yeah, but we need a quarterback." Yeah, but I'm not just drafting a dude like uh, under no circumstances. And I said this last year, well, sorry, two years ago now about Zach Wilson. I was like, I would not take him in the first round, period. Period. Under no circumstances. And I said the same thing about Mac Jones, too, except for I said I would draft Mac Jones before I drafted Zach, Zach Wilson. Okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and, and I wasn't – I was iffy on Justin Fields, but I was like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? I was iffy on him, but I get, I get it. And now all of this has been proven right. Man. Okay, like, let me ask you this. Have you watched a player in college? Because I have many times that you were like, eh, either like shoulder shrug, not really impressed, or, man, I, I don't like this guy at all as an NFL prospect. Oh, and he came yes. back and, and surprised yes. you. There's yeah. never been a player that I've been more wrong about than Josh Allen. But, mm-hmm. now, but now looking back, I realized why I thought he was going to be a, a – terrible NFL player and now I realize the miscalculation so now I have more information to not make that miscalculation again and which is when I saw him play in college because I saw him play against Oregon I saw him play against other top top teams and he looked awful completion percentage low all of those things but because he was he was overmatched so many times like where the defensive players were better than his offensive players. And that's part of the reason why he looked so poor. And then when he got in the league, it took him a second. And, and now Anthony rich and people are trying to make Anthony Richardson be the same thing, but his teams are not overmatched in the same way. Mm. How about Will Levis though? When you look at his teams being overmatched, not every single time, not every time. No, I know they played Vanderbilt. I get that, but most of, like, eh, eh. Most of the time in the SEC, Most of the time in the SEC, he played on the less talented team. There's no, no doubt about it. Most that. times, no. Most times, absolutely yes. not. Absolutely, he did. What is you don't wrong think with they, you? You, you think act they like had Kentucky hasn't been like a ten-win team every time? They, they, they don't have more team than the teams years. they played on their roster. Come on, you think there's more talent over there at Kentucky than you know the the big boys of the SEC? That's not uh, the case. Georgia and uh, obviously Georgia and what what you call our 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 outliers, but he's got more talent than Vanderbilt, Missouri, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Uh, he's he's he got, at least equal with Ole Miss. Florida, Florida this year was mm, less. That, ta- South Carolina, mm, mm. all of these teams are equal. In talent, except at for Tennessee. Tennessee had more talent. Yes, yes. Mississippi Tennessee, State, Georgia, LSU, and Bama are the only teams yeah. that for sure had more talent. Well, you know what? Yes. I see the next Josh Allen is what I see. Oh, God. Get out of here. All right, we're going to Lamb of God coming up. Enjoy March Madness.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.